Get ready for an incredible entrepreneurial journey with a guest I have double dipping on my podcast series. This week, our guest spent 15 years seeking answers to gut issues and anxiety after living in Africa. Jody Eleanor became passionate about functional medicine through her own health journey. She is an anxiety expert extraordinaire on a mission to help women heal anxiety holistically so they can spend more time enjoying life and less time fearing it. When she isn't talking about anxiety, you will find Jody outdoors. She has a love affair with nature and is also an avid photographer. A great lesson, everyone, you need to have hobbies outside of what you do. She also fell in love with surfing during a trip to Costa Rica, though she usually ends up under the waves more often than she rides them. Eleanor helps women eliminate worry, racing thoughts, panic attacks, concentration challenges, and sleepless nights. Not only does she explore the mindset factors that lead to anxiety, but she also uses functional lab testing. She combines her training as a therapist, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and yoga instructor to truly offer a mind-body approach to healing. I am excited, so we have to kick it off with an opening question here, Jody. What does entrepreneurship mean to you? Yeah, I mean, that's such a great question and it's such a loaded question. Um, for me, it's stepping outside of the nine to five where you're working for somebody else and you are building something of your own, um, quite literally. I mean, you can still do it on a nine to five, right? But you're stepping outside of the uh, the system and saying, I, I know what I want. I know what I'm passionate about. I, I'm going to run it myself and, and start it from the ground up. To me, that's entrepreneurial, right? Yes. You are creating something from nothing. You have created this great business with other many factors and different things you offer in this business. I'm excited to in tune our audience. Thank you for opening us up, Jody, And everyone listening on, welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. My name is Vincent A. Lancey. I am on YouTube at Vincent A. Lancey, my social media at Vincent A. Lancey, and my website is vincentalancey.com. For those of you new to the show, each week since December 2019, I've had the honor of sitting down with the founder of a company or brand to share what works well for them, what they needed to improve on, how they improved, and all of those learning lessons along the way right here on That Entrepreneur Show. I also have a few bonus series for you to enjoy. We have Rewind the Clock, where we bring back past guests to update you on their achievements, and the Gasparilla Overload, which highlights Florida entrepreneurs. You never know which journey is going to stick with you most. I'm excited to begin this show. As I mentioned, Jody is a double dipper. She was on a mental health break, and now that entrepreneur show, she has a lot to offer, and I can't wait for her to join us. Jody, Eleanor, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk entrepreneurship with you this mm -hmm. time. But first, yeah. if you wouldn't mind previewing your story on the personal side to our audience, and then we'll dive into the business side. Okay. Um, my story is pretty much a novel, so I'm going to do the Coles Notes version of it. So it actually began when I started working in Africa. I lived in Tanzania for a year and a half. I did a government-sponsored internship there, worked on women's rights, really loved what I was doing, and I got sick. Um, I picked up a gut bug, 
And, you know, being as naive as I was back then, it was over 15 years ago. Um, I thought, you know, I'm just going to come back to Canada and I'm going to head up the medical system. They're going to give me some medications and everything is going to be great. So we didn't really worry much about it. Uh, I came home and the medical system couldn't find anything. They're like, it's just IBS. And I was like, this is, this doesn't make any sense. Like I'm here. I am super sick. I know that it happened in one of the biggest like parasite lands of the world. So to me, it was very intuitive that it was a parasite. And yet the, all the medical practitioners were saying it's just IBS. So I, I had those gut issues linger for years and years and years. Um, and about seven years into them, I moved into a moldy apartment and I didn't know it was moldy. I thought, oh my God, issues are just getting worse. I'm just having absorption issues. Um, but it, it turns out that there was hidden mold behind the wall. I didn't see it, didn't smell it. Right. And this sent my anxiety skyrocketing. And so at this point I was working as a therapist and, uh, you know, I also had a hospital job. So, you know, I had the jobs that I wanted to have in the field that I wanted and, I couldn't barely function. I, I went from somebody who was super high functioning, very active. I ran 30 K in races to somebody who could barely like do a yoga class, couldn't sleep through the night. Um, didn't want to do a presentation and I had no idea why. And so that's really what led me on my own healing journey, which is very intertwined with my own business journey. I'm excited that you have given me more courage to step outside my comfort zone, me more courage to go out there and chase my dreams because you took something in negative, different situation than mine, something that was not favoring you, was had you down, but you found a way to get up. You found a way to see the light. And now I know because I've known you now, you have a thriving business, you have outside hobbies, you really would never know that any of this happened. So congratulations on how far you've come, all the success you've achieved. But now that you've been in entrepreneurship, what are the hardest parts for you? I mean, there's a couple of layers. For me, I started my business when I was still quite ill, right? So entrepreneurship is difficult to begin with, I think, because, you know, there's so much anxiety in general around stepping out, leaving the, you know, the secure paycheck and creating something on your own. And are they going to like it? Is it going to work? Can I actually do this? Like all of those questions. Um, and then for me, everything was sort of twice as hard because I was doing it with a chronic illness that I was still trying to unpack. So I knew what some of the root causes were, but when I first started working with anxiety, I still hadn't gotten to the bottom of my own anxiety issues. And so here I was trying to start an anxiety business while I still had some things to uncover myself. So that for me made the journey, I think twice as hard. And it, that meant that when I was successful, it felt twice as good because I'm like, I'm coming up against so much more than your typical entrepreneur because I have all of these other barriers of brain fog and I didn't sleep last night and, you know, I'm panicking to do my first Facebook live. So, so that for me was a really, really big challenge, um, was overcoming even mindset around health, right? Like, can I, as somebody who is still struggling with anxiety, help people who have anxiety? Um, like, do I have a right to do that? 
Um, do I have a service that I can offer? And so overcoming the mindset piece of that took a long time. And it was a really big piece for me to overcome and to recognize that, you know, I was still miles ahead of most of the women that I was attracting into my business. Like I was, I am my toughest client. Right. And so I had to learn to trust the skills that I had professionally developed and to recognize that those could still be a value of people. And I could still, and I could still offer that. Absolutely. I love, I put that in my notes. Look, you are your toughest client. We are always our own harshest critic. We're so quick to give great advice to friends and family, but we often forget to be kind to ourselves. I really like how you put that there. Um, what was something maybe you can offer our audience quickly that helped you shift that mindset when you were really down and something in the beginning that really got the ball rolling? Yeah, I think for me, honestly, it was hiring a coach. Um, because I tried to do it all myself for a couple of years. I was like, no, 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 I'm a good researcher. Like I can just put this together. I can figure it out. But I actually never taken a business course in my life. Like the only business course that I took, and this is going to date me a little yeah. bit, but we had computers with like the rolling black mouse balls, yeah. you know, yeah. where it was the like mouse. change directory. And like, that was the only business course I took. So, you know, I made the wrongful assumption that because I'm really good at anxiety and functional medicine, yeah. people are just going to like, want to come to me and I can just like instantly sell my service. And so what helped me to overcome that was hiring a coach. Now the coach that I hired was also really strong in mindset. And so we worked a lot around, there was a few coaches that I've had actually around imposter syndrome yes. and around um, like, and I'd initially hired them simply to like learn the marketing side of it. But I realized that the mindset piece of it was actually more important than the marketing, because if I had confidence in myself, then I would have the energy that would sort of attract. And yes, there's a certain level of marketing skills you have to have, but if I hadn't, didn't believe in my service and, and I didn't believe in myself, then I wouldn't be able to properly market. And so mindset and getting, you know, business coaching for me was a game changer because I was in a group with other women, mostly women. There were some men in there as well, who also were struggling with similar things. And so it was normalizing for me, like, oh, look, like mm -hmm. everyone who's an entrepreneur struggles with this mindset piece. Initially, this is just a chapter I need to get through. Right. Um, and, and really start to realize that my own journey and I can still be on a healing journey and help others heal. Thank you for that free lesson right there. Mine says everything. As you could tell, there is a mental health break episode with Jody. If you're not feeling well upstairs, chances are you're not going to perform well throughout your day. Be productive. But while we're on the topic of great lessons, I'd love to ask you what your greatest lesson learned is and what it taught you. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think for me, it's something I'm still sort of learning, which is the importance of taking time for myself while I'm growing a business. And this can be really, really hard, but I'm coming from a place where I work with anxiety and burnout, right? And so when we're doing things that we love, 
when we're doing things that we're passionate about, it's so easy to kind of go all in, right? To spend like every waking moment, especially if you're the kind of person who loves to immerse themselves in something. And so the biggest lesson for me is recognizing that, you know, even if I love my work, I still need to have the ability to step away. I still need to, you know, have time for me to recharge and recharging isn't me doing work. Like, yes, that feels good. And that's the joy of being an entrepreneur is getting to do things that you love, but that's not actually me recharging. And so being conscious about, um, you know, having that downtime and creating that space for yourself, I think for me is a lesson that I'm currently in and will be one of the biggest ones when it comes to sustainability. Because if you go all in, which you, you know, you need to kind of push boundaries and hours and all that when you're just starting out, but to be sustainable, you have to find something that you can take breaks in and give that time back to you. Yes. And I've been a victim of working too hard around the clock and not taking breaks while I'm doing so, not taking a day off for a mental health day when I need it. These are things I've learned like entrepreneurship through trial and error and things I try to highlight when my pieces in Mr. Lancey talks mental health. And of course, mental health week for kids. You got to take breaks, even though we have so much work to do. Every time I step away, I come back feeling way more rejuvenated. I work faster. I'm back on my my A game because I'm running low. Whenever I overwork myself, you know, eventually the the juice runs out. Thank you for highlighting that. Exactly. And I think it's easy to forget that, right? It's easy to look past the need to, to take care of yourself. And even, I mean, what's interesting is we're both mental health professionals and we both didn't do what we know we should do, right? Like you can know it, but making yourself do it is a totally different piece of the puzzle. And the adverse to you with the business classes, I never went to school for counseling or psychology. It was mm. in the opposite. It's very funny with us here. The opposite ways I've had to network and learn and do all these things, recovering from the traumatic brain injury, speak to professionals, have this podcast when things got tough, when COVID, beginning of COVID as an entrepreneur, my insurance wasn't the best at the time. Finding a therapist it wasn't possible at one point. It was just literally impossible, virtual, in person. This podcast became my therapy sessions where each week, at least a few times a week, I'm interviewing people. We're Mm -hmm. having a therapy session talking. And that's something that really keeps me going throughout the week. It's nice to just decompress, get on the call with Zoom. We're face to face because we're creating this atmosphere as if we're together. And I'm grateful that I did invite Jody on this show because it's been another great conversation. But now on the business side of things, we know about her mental health journey. If you could learn from any entrepreneur throughout history, who are you choosing to sit down with? Oh man, that is a really great question. And I feel like it might be a bit of a cliche answer, but I feel like Elon Musk would be somebody that I would be really curious about how he runs things and just his don't know a lot about him. And so I'd like to know his story and how he got how he got as big as he did. I'm sure he had some help, but I, I think with somebody who has that much influence, there's a lot of mindset work and personal development that's been done. Mm-hmm. And that's where I find it interesting to, to see people's growth stories. I love that. I love seeing the progress of people because everybody thinks overnight success is a thing, but overnight success is sometimes 10, 15, 20 years in the making. But where would you have this meeting here, Jody? Where would you choose to have it? Oh, 
Hawaii. (laughs) I, I would just, I would want to go somewhere warm and relaxing and, um, super enjoyable. I love that. Get them in a good state of mind, comfortable, great answer, but let's now talk about you. What's next for all of your entrepreneurial endeavors? What are we working on? Yeah. So I have a foundational program called the holistic anxiety fix. So it's an online program. It's, you know, 12 weeks where we really help women get to the root causes of their anxiety. So I, you know, there's lots of other ideas I've had as an entrepreneur, but I'm really focusing on perfecting that service and some of the add-on extensions of that service. So for me, I'm looking at growing it. Um, you know, I would love as many women as possible to be able to access it. So I have some pretty lofty goals. And so to be able to grow that in terms of the staff, in terms of then that meant that I would have a bigger impact and I could reach more women. So for me, that's something that I'm looking at doing, which, you know, is, is a multi-phase process, right? I need to have a sales team come on board and take over that role for me. Um, And then it's building in some of the more infrastructure around the coaching so that I can scale it. So a lot of the work that I've been doing over the past couple of years has been creating the system so that it is scalable. And so what's going to happen for me in the next little while is actually scaling it. So um, bringing more people on board so that I can reach more women. Cause that's, you know, one of the reasons I left the one-on-one therapy world is because I was like, this isn't enough impact. Like, this is great. Like I'm having great conversations in the therapy room, but I need something that reaches more women and doing therapy is not going to do that for me. So that's where the scaling then fits into something that I had, even before I had an idea of what I wanted to do as an entrepreneur. You're a true entrepreneur, never satisfied, always wanting more. And that's something with entrepreneurship. I'm, we talk about from time to time here. We don't really know what a year or two looks like in the traditional sense in a corporate position. You have the ladder, you have this position to here, five, 10, 15 years. Us, we just keep evolving. Now you're working on something completely new. You've been building the framework and I'm really happy for you and can't wait to see when it comes to fruition. Please keep me in the loop so I can share it on all my networks. I'm sure our listeners would love to have it. And I think it's a great time now to jump into the spotlight story. If it's your first show with us, This is the part of the episode where my guest and I go over another entrepreneur's journey and we get our guest take on it. But I found a great article as we have a female mental health entrepreneur on the show today called 10 Prominent Women Wellness Entrepreneurs Share Strategies That All of Us Can Use to Optimize Our Mental and Emotional Well-Being. And this drips right down into the business side of things. I can't wait to hear Jody's take on it. So in this article, we have 10 female mental health advocates and business professionals that they give us some takeaways on how to live a more fulfilled life, a more productive life, all of the above. The first one is Dr. Kimberly Ann Lemke, and she's a psychologist and author, I learned. She offers, the first step is understanding the relationship between between awareness and control over mental wellness. Take a moment and visualize a standard picture of liquid. I will leave it up to you to decide whether you want to picture it full of margaritas or iced tea. Having twins and running a business, I admit I often picture margaritas. This picture is used to contain our emotions. Once we add too many emotions or too much stress into the picture, it overflows and we feel overwhelmed and shut down. The key to improving our mental wellness is always to be aware of the level of our picture. I love that. 
The second one she shares, secondly, sleep is incredibly important to our sense of mental well-being. And this one I agree with a million times over. One of the main issues that I come into contact with daily at my practice is individuals who struggle with sleep issues. Of all of the mental health topics that I present on, sleep issues is the most requested by far. Maximize sleep by monitoring your activities during the day and making sure that you're receiving sunlight, being active physically and mentally and stimulating your senses. I wanted to touch on one more great and powerful woman in this article, Lee Chai McDonough, founder and CEO of Coach with Clarity. She says, connect with your values. People who are mentally healthy know what matters most to them, and they're able to prioritize their decisions and actions based on those values. So first and foremost, you have to know what your values are. These values may change a bit over time, but some of them may remain constant in your life. For example, my four values are service, connection, joy, and presence. She also says, connect with your body. There's a strong connection between the mind and the body. So our mental wellness is intrinsically tied to our physical health. And we all know this to be true. I hope take time to connect with your body through physical activity, mindful eating and intentional rest. Jody, what are your takeaways? Oh, I just love this article because it, it actually speaks to a lot of what we've been talking about already, right? Which is the importance of being an entrepreneur who also cares for themselves. And so, I mean, the sleep one, this is something we talk about in the holistic anxiety fix, and I think it's underestimated. So, you know, there is this idea in the entrepreneurial community, the more you do, you know, um, the better it is. So we sacrifice sleep for productivity. Um, but if you don't have enough sleep, we know that your brain doesn't function properly. If your brain's not functioning properly, you're not bringing your a game. So it's this like teeter totter balance of like, you have to, you know, you have to have the sleep to be able to bring your A game. And that's what you want as an entrepreneur is to bring your A game. So sleep is key. I think in a lot of people underestimate that, or they, they, they push it under the rug and they think they can get away with it. Um, especially when you're not on a nine to five, right? If you create your own hours, it can be easy to be like, well, I'm just going to work till like 10 tonight or 11. And then like, I'll just catch up another day. And then it never happens depending on if you're regimented or not. Mm -hmm. The other piece that really stood out for me is the first one that you mentioned about the cup overflowing. And, you know, what really stood out for me is the nervous system and, if our nervous system is overwhelmed or our quote unquote cup is overflowed, then we're stuck in fight or flight. We can't be creative in fight or flight. We can't create space for others to come in and fight or flight. We can't really even manifest in fight or flight. Right. And so if we have so many things on our plate that our cup is so full that our system is in fight or flight, then again, we're not bringing our a game and we're not like as an entrepreneur, you're kind of the core of your own business. And if your business isn't like, if you were not grounded and calm yourself, then the business that is coming out from you is going to reverberate with that energy. What an answer. I am so grateful. I had the opportunity to bring you on this show. I knew that article would hopefully be a hit with you. And I think you enjoyed it. I too, the picture that's, that was a very vivid, image it portrayed to me i i saw it as i was reading it i think it's perfect sense we're right here let's try to stay on our baseline as close as we can we know 
what will overflow that pitcher. Let's try to stay away from that. And I do the best I can, but of course we are human. So we do make mistakes from time to time, but thank you for that. And thank you so much, Jody, for coming on. I loved everything you talked about. You shared the process of the journey. It's not overnight. And you also talked about scaling right at the end. And I love that because you, I really hope to always encourage my audience to sky's the limit. Don't set limits. Just keep going if you keep working. And now, again, congratulations on the new work, the new program. I can't wait to see all of the infrastructure in person. But I'd like to now ask you where everybody can find you, your website, your social media, you name it. Okay. So Instagram, you can find me at healing journey underscore services. Um, Facebook, I have a Facebook group for women. So men, sorry, you can't get into it, but it's called healing anxiety holistically for women. Um, and so that's a great place to just kind of see, I get a lot of my, my, my leads. I warm up the no like, and trust factor. I do a lot of that work in that Facebook group. Um, and so this is just a great way to kind of witness what that might look like for somebody working online. Um, and then, uh, you know, I have a, a giveaway. It's a seven day plan to reduce anxiety in five ways. And you can find that at go.healingjourneyservices.com slash five ways dash one. A lot of value there. Be sure to go check it out. All those links will be in the episode description. And we are at a mental health break on all social media, as well as at Vincent A. Lancey. YouTube is Vincent A. Lancey. And my website is vincentalancey.com. Be sure to check out everything Jody has to offer. There is a lot there. And of course, it is time to end the show with a quote. And this is from the one of the entrepreneurs we spoke about in that article, Lee Chai McDonough. She says, disconnect from social media. Technology in the 21st century is a double-edged sword. We're living longer and in many ways easier lives in large part due to advancements in technology. But many of us are paying a high price for us. We may be more connected courtesy of social media, but we feel more emotionally isolated than ever before. When I start to feel anxious, overwhelmed, or frazzled, I find that social media fast helps me regain my sense of self again. Whether it's cutting down or cutting it completely, Limiting your use of social media in favor of real-world connections can help us maintain our mental health. Love that. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next Friday on That Entrepreneur Show. Jody, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.